Welcome back to Two Guys, a movie and a podcast, where every week we mine the cavernous depths of Netflix to find those gems that might otherwise go unwatched or even worse, unnoticed. My name's Tyler. You can call me T. I don't really care. And as always, I'm Malcolm. You can call me Mac, but I don't really care. This week we're talking about Blue Ruin. This comes to us all the way from 2013. It has a runtime of one hour and 30 minutes. An IMDb score of 7.1, that's out of roughly 58,000 ratings. A Metacritic score of 77, and that is out of 33 reviews. Bad news from the past unhinges vagabond Dwight Evans, sending him on a mission of bloody retribution that takes him to his childhood hometown. This stars Macon Blair, Devin Ratray, Amy Hargraves, and is directed by Jeremy Saulnier, or Saulnier. Not entirely sure how to pronounce his last name, but I will happily butcher it. You got a foreign-sounding name. We've been through the uh, American racist stuff on on my part yes. last week. So, yes. All right, Mac. What are your thoughts on this movie? Well, for once, it was like I expected. <laughs> T told me it was like No Country for Old Men, and while watching, I was like, well. You know, he's right. It's kind of like No Country for Old Men. No, but I thought I thought it was a really good movie. Um, to me, it seemed, I wouldn't say it was extremely suspe- suspenseful, but it definitely had uh, the suspense aspect to it. There were a lot of good parts in that I'll discuss in the spoiler cast. Um, overall, I'd, I'd give it, I was going to, I was debating with myself. <laughs> I was like, well, that's too high, but that's too low. I'm going to keep it at a seven. There wasn't really anything that I could point out that I disliked. It's just that, you know, it's not the greatest thing I've ever seen, of <laughs> right. course. But uh, I definitely, I'll definitely keep it at a seven. I thought the actors were great. You know, camera work and stuff like that was pretty good. So, yeah. I like this movie. I like this movie a lot. I've been wanting to rewatch it for quite a while. Well, I had watched it, I don't know, probably like five years ago. And the only reason I know that I watched it five years ago was because I watched it the same night that I watched Out of the Furnace. Okay. And like the two movies like pair together very nicely. Oh, and that's so crazy because <laughs> I was thinking I was thinking to myself the same thing. I was like, <laughs> and I'll explain what what parts uh, in the spoiler cast made me feel that way. But it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I remember because wa- I remember watching this the same night that I watched Blue, uh, not Blue Room, but uh, Out of the Furnace. Because I remember going to work like a couple days later and telling one of my friends about Out of the Furnace and thinking, they won't care about Blue Ruin. <laughs> Doesn't have anybody that they know, they're not going to care about it. Right. <laughs> and and to be fair, this movie has nobody that you know. You might recognize them from other places, like very few other places. You can go through the cast list and and check their IMDb listings and stuff. And a lot of the times... They're like one-off episodes, other little indie things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, I've been wanting to rewatch this for a while. Netflix has a, a Netflix original called Hold the Dark, which is also directed by Jeremy Saulnier. Oh, that was going to be one of my picks. Uh, mm-hmm. I watched Hold the Dark one time. I did not care for it. Not anymore. It's not. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't mind watching it again, but uh, I didn't care for it. But it made me want to go back and watch uh, watch Blue Ruin 
and Blue Ruin was no longer there. But Jeremy Saulnier also has directed a movie called Murder Party, which is also on Netflix. I saw that. Yeah. So I watched Murder Party, and I did not like that one very much either. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, well, maybe Blue Ruin is just the only thing this guy's got for me. But he still had one more chance on Netflix, which is Green Room, which stars Patrick Stewart and uh, Anton Yelchin. You, you you might know him if you saw him. I watched Green Room and absolutely loved Green Room. Okay. I remember talking about yeah. that. You said yeah. you liked it. Yeah. I, I love Green Room. Green Room and Blue Ruin, they both kind of go together. They both have like similar vibes. Uh, Green Room's like super violent. Like it's like far, far more violent than Blue Ruin is. I heard it was very gory. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's super gory. It's kind of like, you might like it because it's kind of like, it makes me think of the, the video game Manhunt. I do love Manhunt. I know. <laughs> That's why I think you might like Green Room. Anyways, the whole point is I had made my way through Jeremy Saulnier's uh, uh, list of list of uh, films. And when Blue Ruin showed back up on Netflix, I was pretty excited for it. And that would make for a good show. Uh, I like I like most of this movie. I give it an 8. There's, there's a few things that I think could probably be better. It's kind of a slow start. I don't even think Dwight, the character Dwight, even says anything for the first 20 minutes of the movie. You, you kind of see him just kind of being homeless and and uh, scavenging for food and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's fine. Like, I mean, half the point of the movie is that he's like this broken, he's this broken character. But I think there should have been more reason to actually care about him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's out for revenge. I kind of wish... I don't know. I just wish I had more to care about him. And they could have done that with like some flashbacks here and there. I mean, because like a, a good portion of the movie is a mystery. You know, you you know that you kind of get an idea of why he's going, why he's seeking revenge. But you don't actually find out the full reason until like the third act. Like the like it's pretty close to the ending of the movie mm-hmm. when you find out what what really happens. Or why he's, you know, what really happened to make him this way. Right. Every synopsis you read for it will tell you that he's going back to his hometown to get revenge. I kind of felt like maybe they could have made his hometown feel a little more of a hometown-ish. Like maybe with some memories or something. Yeah. yeah. Like you could have like a few flashbacks in, like there. Because otherwise his hometown like doesn't feel any different than where he starts out in the movie. And I'm not even entirely sure that he starts out outside of his hometown when the movie starts. I guess they don't. Really <laughs> they don't really explain it. He gets approached by a police officer at one point, mm-hmm. and you assume that that she would. I mean, she's like kind of filling him in on some things, so you kind of imagine he's got to be kind of at least near his hometown. And then, and then, of course, later on, they kind of mention that he's been out. He's just been kind of AWOL. but that's that's more for the spoiler stuff. I like the art style. A lot of it kind of has a, a blue tint to it, as the title would suggest. And I have no idea what the title means. Like, all week long, I was like, I should really Google and see what <laughs> see what the title means. But uh, just kept neglecting it. So, you guys can all go Google it if you want. <laughs> but it does have kind of a, it does kind of have like sort of a blue tone to everything. Everything's kind of dark, almost sometimes too dark. Maybe they could just, just up the brightness a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, there were a few scenes where it's just hard to tell what the hell's going on. Right. I'm all for movies that have low-light photography. There's times when you can use it and it's really effective. And then there's other times when you can use it 
and it's just too dark. Like I, I, I don't, and I don't really know how how else to explain that. But sometimes there were a few moments that I just, I kind of wish I could have seen a little bit more. I think the acting is pretty solid. There's not a whole lot of dialogue in it. Macon Blair, the guy that plays Dwight, Macon okay. Blair. I think he does awesome. He is easily what carries the movie, and he should be because he's the main character. And then there's another guy, like kind of like a scruffy little redneck guy. I believe Jeremy Ratray. Devin Ratray. Devin, Devin Ratray. No, mm-hmm. no, that's the big dude. There's like a little scruffy little uh, redneck dude. Yeah, that guy right there. Kevin Kolak. Yes, Kevin Kolak. He, that dude, you just want to punch in the face too. <laughs> he's such a, he's such a. Uh, uh, it's a good revenge saga. I've, I've seen a lot of movies like this where someone's just out for revenge. And I love this. I love the, the genre. But it seems like nine times out of ten, the person getting revenge is very well versed in how to go about getting revenge. Right. Like the Punisher. He's, he's avenging his family's death. But he's also like a super soldier. So he knows mm-hmm. how to, he's got like a military background. Usually that's kind of the case. It's usually like these people that that know how to handle themselves and handle different situations. Mm-hmm. Blue Ruin is far different <laughs> in that Dwight, he doesn't know how to do stuff. He's not built for he's not built for for carnage. He's not built for survival. But he's definitely I think they definitely made him out to be a weaker character. Yeah. Um, even his uh, sister, like at one point, says that yeah, he's weak. Yeah, she yeah she says something like, uh, "If if you were if you were crazy or something, I'd forgive you, but you're not. You're just weak." Um, you know, and and like he has like a he has a general idea of how to survive, but ultimately, and we'll get to it in the spoilers, but ultimately, he's just not he's not a survivalist. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not very good at handling a weapon. Of any kind, at one point he tries to slash a tire, even <laughs> and he hurts himself. <laughs> and he hurts himself. But again, that's that's more spoilers and stuff. I think that about covers covers my basics. Uh, the camera work I thought was okay. There's a few shots that I thought were really great, and a few shots, and then like other places where I just thought it was like kind of standard. It's an hour and thirty. I think it maybe feels like an hour forty five to me, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But it is it is the definition of a slow burn. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, like. 15 20 minutes before you even actually hear anybody say anything and then there's the then there's blank spaces between between the kills too where he's either he's either trying to fix himself or just trying to survive in one way or another mm-hmm. yeah there you go those are my uh those are my general thoughts on the movie like i said i give it an 8 i i like it it's a it's a good tense game of of cat and mouse where sometimes dwight has the upper hand and then other times it's these other people that have the other hand the upper hand that are you know trying to kill him and it it just kind of goes back and forth and it's it's kind of a good power struggle if you go and watch the trailers for it there's two like the two most popular trailers one of them spins it as a as like a, a tense thriller slash drama the other one spins it as a tense thriller that is darkly comedic and both of them compare it to no country for old men there are a few moments in the movie that might make you chuckle but overall i don't 
think. I don't (laughs) think it's, I don't think, I wouldn't call it a darkly comedic film. It's Mm. more, it's, it's more drama and tension than it is, than it is any kind of humor. And, but certainly the moments that, that you do find funny, they are, they are dark humor. I mean, it's not like he's like stopping in the middle of it to make a nacho cheese joke or something. (laughs) Thank God. All right. Anyways, there you go. There's our spoiler free review. If you want to get in touch with us, and you know you do because we are two awesome guys. Fact. You can find us on Instagram where we are two guys and a movie. You can find us on Twitter where we are two and a movie. You can email us where it is two guys and a movie at outlook.com. As always, you can hear us first on anchor.fm. That's A N C H O R. .fm slash two guys, a movie, and a podcast. All those twos are spelled T-W-O. Don't use the number because we don't know what you'll find. And it's probably not as cool as us anyway.